Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. And I'm Paul's Burkhart. I got a Reddit notification on my phone. I posted a fire Star Wars meme on Reddit. Let's oh, get nice. some updates, uh, yeah. upvotes. Um, so today... Is it the Jean-Claude Van Damme one? Yeah. Oh, man. That was work of art, my friend. I, I would like to thank you and Will for letting me give y'all the rough draft. <laughs> and then I got a good reaction to y'all because I, I put it together real quick just on my phone. Mm-hmm. We call it the work print, right? <laughs> and then I took it to the computer for my actual video editing software and got like nice versions of the clips I wanted to use. So thanks for uh, letting me workshop that with you guys. Absolutely. So <laughs> today we're going to be talking about a couple of things. I want to give my buddy Steve here uh, an update on the dumpster fire that is the telev- in television oh, Amico. Man, yeah. There has been some hot fire coming out of that. More recently, yeah, there was, we had forgotten to talk about the news that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I and, don't know if there was anything since then. Um, a little. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the Sony state of play that just happened this week. Yeah, pretty fun, I thought. Yeah, I mean, look, was there anything earth-shattering? Shattering? You know, did they announce uh, the return of Twisted Metal or, right. you B- know... Bloodborne 2 or... Or uh, Silent Hill or mm-hmm. the Metal Gear Solid. All these things that have been rumored for a couple years now. No, but what we did get, I thought there was some really cool-looking stuff I that I'm pretty that, yeah. excited for. Same here. Um. So... First off, the Intellivision. Uh, so, as we discussed a few months ago, old Tommy Tallarico, old pussy fart Tallarico, <laughs> uh, is no longer the CEO of Intellivision Entertainment. He's out! <laughs> He's gone. Uh, and he is now the uh, chief creative officer, CCO or something like that. So he's still with the company. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, and far as I understand, he owns at least a large chunk, if not most of, all or all of, the Intellivision brand name. He bought it and then started this Amico project. So to update people, the Intellivision Amico was supposed to be this quote-unquote family-friendly console 
that was going to blow up the video game space. And it had like this sort of silly looking foot bath design, and <laughs> weird looking controllers. The games just looked like fucking cheap mobile games. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It was not a good look. It, it, they had a presentation at E3 this year, which was embarrassing and kind of seemed to be the um the beginning of the downfall so you know the amico has done several rounds of crowd crowdfunding always with different platforms like fig and um i don't know jumpstart or upstart or something like that fundable they've gone and tried to get investors through these crowdfunding platforms to finish the console Console was also supposed to originally be released in October 2020. Got delayed, got delayed. And then the last thing we heard about anybody getting their consoles were for people that pre-ordered. They said, "You'll ha- we're working on having them in your hands by the end of 2021, by December 2021. Ain't nobody got a fucking Amico in their hands. It's really starting to look like uh, this shit is just not even a thing. Like, right. For ex- Like, when did Valve announce the Steam Deck? Last summer. People are already starting to get it. Yeah. We can talk about that in a second, too. Um, So, anyways. Then, Tommy Tallarico, they announced he's no longer the CEO. And he has locked down his Twitter account. It's privated. That's always a bad sign. Mm -hmm. He's gone private. And the new guy that they brought in, whose name I can't recall right off the top of my head... um, was definitely in uh, damage control mode and was saying things like, oh, all the bad shit people are saying about the Amico, that's just haters. Because that's what you want a CEO of a company doing is calling people haters. (laughs) You fucking haters. You're just haters. Um, And then they tried to do yet another round of funding. God. And... In when they do those kind of like investment funding uh, things, they have to disclose all their financial details, and it ain't great. Where they are, where like where people associated with the company are loaning the company money, and that has to be paid. Like a certain amount of each console sold has to go to that guy mm-hmm. to where they would not even be making profits on the console. It's all complicated and shady sounding. And they were basically saying, hey, if we don't get more funding, uh, this shit is going under by, like, this summer, right? And uh, so they set up this round of funding. How, oh, many, how many rounds of funding have they done for this specific thing? I think this is the fourth. So fourth. So w- if it goes under, what happens to the people who put the money in the other three rounds? It's just sunk Yeah, cost? they're fucked. Oof. They're fucked. No product in hand, no return on that investment. Because that's how those things work. You're, you're funding the project in the hopes of getting some return on your investment. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, they've gotten quite a bit of money through these things. And it looks like that money might just be gone. Because in those financial disclosings that they did, they even mentioned like... uh we reserve the right to just cancel this whole project outright. R.I.P. So, uh, I knew a stinker when I saw it. Tell you what, man. I knew a stinker. 
some oil salesmen out there. Man, a snake, snake oil, oil salesman. salesman. Yeah. I can't. Like, I don't know. I understand that, especially, I guess, in more of the retro gaming community, that Tommy Tallarico holds some sort of position of reverence. And I guess it's because he's worked on, you know, he did the music for a lot of um, video games, and he put together that Video Games Live concert series that he toured and stuff, which, by the way, guess what he's ramping up to do right now? There's another one of those. He was like, oh, shit, this television shit is sinking. I better fucking strap on the guitar and go play some fucking one-winged angel or whatever the fuck it is that he plays at those things. But I don't understand. I have never, not being someone who was greatly familiar with him. Like I said in our episode before, I I knew a little bit about him because of his appearances on G4 and stuff back in the day. But I don't know why anybody would trust that dude. (laughs) At this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, even before then. I don't know what kind of cachet. Like, you know, you mentioned the Steam Deck. Gabe Newell comes out and says, hey, we're doing this hardware. Not that Valve has had the greatest. Oh, yeah, their hardware launches are not the best. The, they, you know, there was the Steam boxes, mm-hmm, the Steam the controller, controller yep, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But to be completely fair to the Steam controller, I bought one when they were clearancing them out, like when they were just trying to get them shits out of the warehouse. They were selling <laughs> yeah. for like five bucks. Oh, wow. I got one. It's pretty fucking cool. It is a neat little piece of hardware. Um, but when he comes out and says this, I at least feel like, okay, I'll have it in hand eventually if I'm interested in it. Yeah. They also don't have to do any crowdfunding. No. No. <laughs> and you know what they didn't ask for was pre-orders with the full price up front. You exactly. pay five bucks yeah. to reserve, reserve your space your, mm-hmm. in line, and then you buy it when it's out. Yep. Man, 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 man. That's that's rock solid. That's something I can get behind. <clears throat> and you know me, buddy. I am looking for an excuse to spend money on video games. So <laughs> if know. the Amico looked cool or I thought it was a worthwhile thing, I'd be tooting its horn right now. Sure. Call oh, of the yeah. Knights. There would be a our impressions of the Amico and television <laughs> episode. I'm curious to hear about that Playdate console. The Playdate, I out. think, is fucking cool. It looks cool to me. Yeah. yeah, I, you know. Who was it, Emily? Emily yeah, has one okay. pre-ordered. Cool. Uh, I can't wait to see reviews of it. And the one thing that sucks about not getting in on it on the ground floor is the release schedule of the games where they put out, like, I think two games every week or every couple weeks or something until the full list of games is out. Like, that would be cool. You know, not that it wouldn't be cool to get the play date and then all the games are already released. And I guess there's always the chance that if it's very successful, there'll be further rounds of games that you can probably buy packs of, you know, or seasons of games for the play date. Um, But if it comes out and gets really good reviews, I'm probably try to get my hands on that. I might too. I think Cindy would would enjoy it as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not the thing about the Amico is it's not that it's simple games that I have the issue with. I'll play a simple game all day. I play Duolingo every day. That is essentially a simple game that 
kind of teaches me how to speak Japanese. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that, like, the combination of the how the games looked, the guy behind it, the design of the console, the price of the console, the fact that it was basically using six to seven year old phone technology mm-hmm. as its chipset and stuff. It just doesn't seem great. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love simple too. I mean, like I love like the pop cap stuff. Yeah, like man. The Peggle and uh Typer Shark and Plants vs. Zombies. None of those games are like insane or anything like that. They're no. they're nice, simple graphics, like with rock solid mechanics. Of, yeah. You know, simple totally works, you know. It totally works. It absolutely works. Now, do I need a whole console to play that? No. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Especially a console that doesn't offer anything interesting or weird. That's the thing about the play date. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, it's weird. And the people behind they've got some really heavy hitters, like some really interesting people working on the games for the play date. I, I just um yeah, not surprised. I hope they get sued. I, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what legal recourse there is even available. Probably none. not much. Yeah. But like, man, I hope Tommy Tallarico comes out on stage for the next video game live, and it's like four dudes and a concession worker in the crowd in this fucking <laughs> arena or theater or wherever they put them on. They're gonna pivot, and it's just gonna be NFT based. Oh, well, you know, they, they started working NFTs into... Of course they did. Uh, where, okay, so they sold... <laughs> before the product even launched, they sold physical copies of games. And you could go on the Intellivision website, and you couldn't buy individual ones. You had to buy them in packs of four. And I think there were, like, maybe two or three different ones. And what you got was, you know, sort of a retro-inspired Intellivision game box with artwork on it. There was like a coin, maybe a manual, and a a card in there that you would use with the console. The console would scan the card and then download the game. And they were seemingly pulling shit out of their ass by like, and every one of our games is going to be an NFT. <laughs> like, Tommy Tallarico doesn't even deserve the NFT bit. That's why you didn't. <laughs> I, I, didn't you, yeah, I wasn't trying to set no, you up for that one. No, you, I just... you set it up and I said, no, nah, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that stupid asshole. Fuck you, Tommy Tallarico. That's right. And what I didn't realize uh, when we did our last episode is that sort of the marketing that they've been doing for the Intellivision Amico is they've been reaching out to sort of smaller retro video game YouTube channels and buttering them up like fucking hot toast, buddy. (laughs) Like, you know, inviting them to events. And then these dudes get all up in arms. I didn't realize all this. It's cringe. Get all up in arms anytime someone criticizes Tommy Tallarico or the Intellivision. Mm. He's got all these yes men, cringy ass fucking uh, YouTube buddies. And what's funny, when I found that out, I was like, well, I wonder what their reaction has got to be to all this most recent news because it's getting to the point where they can't ignore it. Right. And you want to talk about reckoning. Like (laughs) there was one guy who, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but basically said, Hey, look, 
Maybe we never get the Intellivision Amico, but that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is all the people we met along the way, the fun times we had, the relationship with Tommy. And I was like, oh, bro. Bro, you're simping for Tommy Tallarico? Yikes. Brutal. Mm. Speaking of the Steam Deck, I got mine. <gasps> No, I didn't. Oh. I'm just joking. <laughs> Man, no, you would have texted me like <laughs> no, I, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve and I are part of quarter twenty two, uh, quarter two gang. So I don't think it'll be that much longer before we have. I would think maybe within the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. But people are starting to get theirs. Uh, I have watched a ton of hands-on videos and reviews of it, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I know that the it's going to have some bugs or whatever to smooth out before you know it's going to take some time for the os to get where it needs to be yeah so you know the big things i've seen people complaining about are battery life mm-hmm. which that does suck, kind of suck but yeah. you know not the end of the world especially if my ultimate goal is to have it available to play handheld or dock to the tv right you know um the other thing is there's been some game compatibility issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but those things that, that seem the list of games compatible with the steam deck seem to get larger at day by day. Uh, and several of the channels I've watched that have gotten their hands on review units and stuff have said, you know, in the review process, they were pushing updates sometimes two or three times a day. They were getting updates that were fixing things. So it seems like, you know, I get this feeling that when you're working on something like that internally, like, you're not getting as much feedback as you could. And then once it gets out into the the wider audience, when it, like, because it goes from internal to, like, you know, review people, when they get their hands on it and bring up issues or things like that, then that gives you more of an idea of things you can tweak here and there. And then when the first round of people goes on, that happens even more and so on and so forth. So basically what I'm trying to say is it seems like us being later in the queue might work in our interest. Totally. Where it's going to be in a much more solid place by the time our units come in. Kind of is that way sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like those first uh, wave of Xbox 360s that had the red ring of death problem you know we were part of that that was for a couple years Sheesh. that shit went on yeah. for a little mm-hmm. bit um fatal flaw you know what's fucked up is so xbox 360 launched in 2005 and i got my first xbox in 2007 and it was a halo 3 the halo 3 limited edition mm-hmm. the green one the army green you know that's my color it was you a know, sweet one. It was a good console. That controller. one. Yeah, oh, sick controller. <laughs> that one had Red de- Ring of Death. Mm-hmm. So two years later, they were still producing consoles that could Red Ring of Death on your mm-hmm. ass? That's messed up. I remember after a good weekend at the casino when I bought the um, Halo Reach mm-hmm. uh, Xbox 360, and I never had a problem with that. You know, I'm sure the story will come back up Um again when we whenever we get to it in like our sort of console discussion series i also purchased a console that generation from a good weekend at a casino and it was the <laughs> playstation awesome. 3 that's awesome and it was when i was living in starkville i had my playstation 3 pre-ordered and buddy i was sweating that 600 hundred dollar price tag 
Yeah, it was more expensive than the 360. By, by a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, or it? something mm-hmm. like that. It was a lot. It was a very expensive console. And I, uh, you know, I pre-ordered it for 20 bucks or whatever it was. Stayed and got in line at 6 a.m. You know the story. And then I was like, damn, that's going to be real expensive when you factor in, like, I want controller and I want a couple games and all this. And this is when games, by the way... Went from forty nine ninety nine to fifty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That was the generation, right? So, our buddy Joshy Pants comes into town, <laughs> and there is a casino about thirty forty five minutes from uh, Starkville, right? And he goes, "Hey, do you want to go to the casino?" And I was like, "Man, I'll go with you. I'm not going to spend much." That's interesting. I didn't. Josh doesn't seem like a casino guy. He like. I, I mean, from what he likes blackjack. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he also likes that he can just smoke like a fucking chimney and <laughs> <laughs> no one will look at him cross. <laughs> so we go to the casino and Josh gives me a hundred bucks and he says, "Look, gamble with this. If you make it back, give it back to me. If not, no big deal." And I'm like, man, I can't do that. And you know Josh was something like that. He's like, no. Yeah. You take this $100 and you gamble. And I'm like, all right. And so we go up to a slot machine. And it's a, He was like, you ever played a $5 slot? And I was like, hell no. $5? <laughs> Fucking broke, dude, man. And he's like, we'll do it. So I put five bucks in, pull the lever once, $800, baby. Holy shit. And I go, I just go, I'm getting a PlayStation 3! <laughs> and Josh goes, I'm getting my money back! Awesome, dude. So that's, I gave, that's really rad. I, I, like, you know, it prints the ticket out for you. I went and got the cash. I gave Josh his 100 bucks back. I took 600 bucks, put it in my wallet. And then with the rest of that 100 bucks, we played blackjack till almost daylight in that fucking <laughs> casino. That was awesome. I, I had an experience somewhat recently in Vegas where actually won a won a poker tournament not like a big one but just like a a small one in the casino and uh cindy and i went out the next night and to have a real nice dinner and she was wanting to play some roulette or yeah roulette Mm -hmm. that's the one where you call the numbers white and the numbers and stuff black and red and the numbers and stuff i'm like i'm gonna go play some slots and they had one of the huge game of thrones slot machines and it was like ten dollars a play but i was like whatever i'm flush with with a little bit of money right now I, that ten dollars turned into like 250 dollars within like 15 minutes jesus <laughs> christ you had a hell of a i did yeah it was you like know i have i don't know that i've gambled at a casino since that night just because like i was like well there goes my casino luck there goes my casino luck, <laughs> it does buddy. it can feel like that right like you don't want to tempt it yeah you know, mm-hmm. yeah I, you know i'm not like i loved playing poker with you guys back in the day i'm not like a gambler dude necessarily because like <laughs> It takes some some heart. Not not that you don't have heart. I just mean like some nerves like, of yeah, steel. Yeah, nerves, real nerves of steel, and to be able to bet a lot of money when you don't have shit, kind of deal. You know that yeah. t- that takes a lot of moxie. Oof, it's hard. I ain't it's got very it. hard for me to do. <clears throat> um, so uh, looking forward to the Steam Deck. Yeah, man, me too. Really looking forward to that. Um, can't wait to see what we all decide to get into together. Uh, yeah, because the world of PC gaming will be wild west. So, yeah, so much out there. Yeah, yeah, there will definitely be some good multiplayer things we can find out there. I would think so, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think that'll make uh, our buddy Nick and Jeff buddies. Nick and Jeff, Nick more than Jeff, because Jeff 
Some days he likes us. Some days who the <laughs> fuck knows, man. Um, Nick will be real stoked. Yeah. I know. He will. Because he has got a massive Steam library. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can give um, him an excuse to play some of his back catalog. The other thing I'm really interested in is, I guess there weren't compatible Windows drivers for the chipset in the Steam Deck yet. Mm-hmm. And those have just started to roll out. So... At first, you know how they were saying, like, no, you can load Windows on it. You couldn't really do that with some of the review units and the early units, but it looks like it's slowly but surely getting there. Um, And I think that'll be cool because, as far as I know, I don't know that there would be a way to run, like, Game Pass and stuff on Linux, which Steam OS that comes preloaded on your Steam Deck is Mm Linux-based. And a portable Game Pass machine sounds real fucking cool Heck yeah. I also really want to try to dip my fingers into emulation emulation i've heard a lot of good things i've watched some videos yeah, about yeah, i've heard some things i basically saw someone say it emulates pretty well playstation 3 and older that's Sheesh. what i want to hear if i can get them maybe play some nba street volume 2 oh my goodness or some old playstation 1 stuff like uh, vandal hearts oh man oh man there and this is the thing, like, if any of these games were just available for me to download on a console that I own now, I would do it in a heartbeat. But these motherfuckers don't make their back catalogs available. So what am I supposed to do, Steve? <laughs> I know. I ask you. I ask you, what am I supposed to do? I have no problem putting a little fucking pocket change in Nintendo or Sony or Microsoft's pockets. But if you don't give me the option, what am I supposed to do? Got to look elsewhere. And I will. <laughs> and boy, howdy, will I, Steve. Boy, will I. <clears throat> so, uh, you want to talk about the Sony yeah, State of Play? It. Oh, uh, check out my t-shirt that Cindy got me. Ooh, that's slick. I like that. You recognize, you know what that's from, right? No clue. It's Demon Slayer. <gasps> oh, that's his Hanafuda, Hanafuda earrings. earrings. That's right. That's yeah. rad. Yeah, my wife is rad. She bought me the shirt. Thanks, baby. That's cool. Um, So, they uh, came out, was it over the weekend or early this week, they announced that they were going to be doing a, you know, about a 20-minute state of play, Mm -hmm. and that it was going to be mainly focused on games from Japanese developers. That gets my ears perked up. Mm -hmm, Same. Uh, I hear that, and I think... Nani? Nani. I start thinking, oh... Is now the time when we finally get to f- see Final Fantasy 16 again? Can you guys throw me a bone? Yoshi P, you want to throw your boy a bone? <laughs> I'm proselytizing about fucking Final Fantasy 14 all the time. So, um, that was my big hope, is that we would see something from that. Well, I'm sorry, my friend. It's okay. It'll be. I think we'll see it again this year. I do too. I don't know that it'll come out this year. 7 Remake Part 2, I don't know if we'll see this year. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know we get some sort of look at sixteen, and then that maybe a tiny teaser, tiny tease yeah. of remake part two. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to get cranking on that because I don't know how long I'm going to be around, buddy. I have to finish that remake. You know what I mean? <sighs> I had a bad week, and I, I I'm. Cannot cannot bear to think about that. I, I'm not going to be sitting my fat ass on the couch seeing what my buddies Cloud, 
Tifa woo woo Eris <laughs> and the gang are up to man hook me up Maybe get to crunching I'm just wait. joking that was a joke <laughs> that was a joke alright sorry <laughs> Tifa uh, they're waiting for her to get back from Italy you know, oh, she, she had quite the detour <laughs> might be about nine months before she's ready to get back in the game I think I'm gonna get a tattoo of Tifa with an Italian flag, like like wrapped in an Italian flag or something. I, I love that idea. Uh, Can you imagine having to explain that to your your tattoo parents. artist or your, or your parents? <laughs> no, I know that the tattoo artist that we've talked about in New Orleans, she would love it. I, bet. I could just imagine. <laughs> so, are you Italian? <laughs> nope. Not really. Huh. Kind of Italian. <laughs> so what's the point of this? Well, I really... That's one of my favorite characters in a video game. It's Tifa from Final <laughs> Fantasy. Oh, I know. I know who it is. I just don't understand the Italian flag aspect. Well, Tifa and Italy have a special connection. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, what connection? Well, <laughs> funny you should ask. Let me pull up a video on my phone. Yeah, it's easier for me to just... I'll just text you the link. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe read on it. If you want to go take a smoke break, I can sit here and you could come back. She just never comes back. No, you're just sitting there. <laughs> drive <off. laughs> the, she, the lights in the tattoo parlor just turn off. And you're sitting there with a half-done tattoo surrounded by equipment. Locked inside. <laughs> For some reason, there's an iguana in an aquarium <laughs> in this tattoo shop. Trying to finish it myself. Yeah. Um, so, uh, then, of course, uh, once a state of play is announced and they give you that information, like, oh, Japanese developers, that's when the crazy rumors start. Mm -hmm. And that's every time it happens, they're like, well, uh, Sony is going to announce that they bought the rights to Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid and they're resurrecting those franchises. And I see that and I go, that'd be fucking cool, man. Yeah, but something know. tells me I don't think so. I don't know. I think they're, they would have built at least a little hype or something like that. And then, uh, you know, things like that go on. It happens on Wednesday. Wednesday morning I wake up and the fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer hits. Ooh. Hot fire. Good trailer. Good trailer. And then later that day at four o'clock, our time is the day to play. So I watch it live and uh, they kick off with a game that pulled some serious schadenfreude on me, buddy. <laughs> we talking about Exoprimal? Exoprimal is the name of the game. It is a new IP from Capcom. But the way it starts, it's like, oh, no. A uh, portal is opened and it's dumping dinosaurs into the city. I hear dinosaurs. I'm like, oh, dinosaurs. That's cool. And then in, in your mind, you're like, dinosaurs, Capcom. Well, no. They, and then it goes, uh, uh, from Capcom. And I was like, oh, dinosaurs and Capcom? They're bringing back motherfucking Dino, Dino Crisis? Boy, was. And I pick up my phone <laughs> and I, I, I go to Steve Crothy and I start typing in all caps, Dino Crisis. Exclamation, 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 exclamation. And then I almost go to hit send and I say, wait, what if it's not Dino Crisis? So I put the phone down and sure enough, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It looks far more action packed. Yeah. Right? Like, almost like a, um, what's it, like a roll shooter? 
Yeah. Kind of. Where yeah, have... or or almost like a dead or alive or mm-hmm. alien fire team or fucking a, mixed with a horde mode. It looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're uh soldiers in these big like exosuits fighting dinosaurs. You know what I can 100% get behind is dinosaurs replacing the fucking zombie trend. In oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. It's about time. If you, you, Zombies have had a hold. And boy, have there been plenty of zombie games I enjoy. But it's time to let those motherfuckers rest. Right. Like, my mind immediately goes to the best zombie game I ever played, which is The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. And then tries to imagine Naughty Dog doing a dinosaur game. And I'm just like, <gasps> fuck yeah. <laughs> You know, God, Steve. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing about the last of us is it's, they at least gave us a weird fucked up different versions Mm -hmm. of zombies. Definitely. You know, zombies for the most part in video games, pretty lazy. I agree. It's just, you know, Oh, we made a fat zombie. (laughs) He blows up. He's going to blow up huge. He's this big boy, big blow up. (laughs) How about this other guy who can, like, hit you from way far away and pull you towards him? With his tongue. (laughs) Ooh, scary. (laughs) Scary. Spooky. Um, Yeah, and, like, I'm just kind of ready for the zombie trend to die. It's not as prevalent as it used to be, but it's still a thing. So if, if video game developers could get together at, like, you know, a conference or something and be like, guys... What if instead of zombies, dinosaurs? Oh, sign me up. Sign me up. The only zombie video game I need right now is an eventual Last of Us 3. Three yeah, that's what Wrap it up. Finish that series up with one more game. Tie it together. And, and then, then, boom, let's move on. Get to the dinos, As baby. a society, we'll just agree that once The Last of Us finishes, no more zombie games. For a little while, at least. Yeah. Until some fucking genius has a really good idea for a zombie game. <laughs> like, a really good one. And I mean, I, The Walking Dead is still airing, you know? Like, well, it's crazy. so it's in its quote-unquote last season, but they've got, like, five fucking spinoffs and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. woo! God, that zombie thing just went nuclear back the then. The day that Robert Kirkman desi- decides to take his toys and go <laughs> home, AMC... <laughs> Bro, like they're going under. Because <laughs> Better, Better Call Saul is about to do its last I know. season. What they, Ooh, what else they I'm got? Very excited about. Um. So then, uh, the next game they showed. So was... hold on, with uh, just real quick with Exo Primal, like the suits that you wear, they all have different abilities. I think so. Like, I think there's probably like a heavy right. And... There's roles in the team. I think I also read that you can change. Your your ability you can change suits in the middle of a fight. Oh, that's cool. So, I didn't see that because like I think that the the threat of the dinosaurs are going to constantly change. Mm-hmm. So it might behoove your team if somebody just took on a different role for a wave yeah. or something like that. So that now, sounded kind of neat. I don't begrudge Capcom making a new franchise, a new IP, because mm-hmm. I like to see studios do that instead of just. Like, even though they've been very good just pumping out Resident Evils and Street Fighters and things like that, it just kind of bummed me out that I thought it was going to be a new Dino Crisis. I know. I would um, have been so excited. It, hel- it, it did help that the game does look pretty cool, I think. It does. Yep. Um, the next game they showed off was some new footage from Ghostwire 
Tokyo, which is out this month. It's coming out real soon. That's one that I'm just going to kind of wait on reviews. I, I just don't know enough about it. They haven't shown a ton. I got you know? my nose so far up Elden Ring's ass that like I <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy it. Not, yeah. not it, I I'm not saying I won't eventually play it. it right, yeah. But it's not going to be a day one purchase mm-hmm. for me cuz even I if it comes out, even if it comes out and gets like eights, which is normally that's a buy for me, mm-hmm. you know, if it gets like consistently eight or eights or nines. But uh, yeah, I just don't see myself buying no. it right away. Um, and then they showed uh, a little more of Final Fantasy Strangers. Oh, Strangers in Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, which comes out um, as of this recording. Tuesday. Oh, wait, yeah, wait. It's the 15th. The 15th. Okay, mm-hmm. for some reason I thought it was the 11th. No, it's the 15th. Okay, yeah. So that's another one I'd plan on playing through. We talked about this maybe in another episode, but somewhere on down the line yeah, once again can't i just yeah. can't just and it's my favorite franchise it's mm-hmm. a game from a favorite franchise that's the power of elden ring yeah that's sure. the power of elden ring right there is there's a new final fantasy game that's coming out that not because i didn't enjoy the demo or i don't like the trailers i think the trailers are a little cringy sometimes yeah but that's okay <laughs> but that's okay with me um I it, I just can't. Yeah. Like I gotta finish Elden Ring. There's so much to Elden Ring. I'm already way behind all you guys, so I've got to stick with Elden Ring until I get that shit finished. Yeah, man. I, I'm real happy that you're you're digging it. And I would say if this was like Final Fantasy sixteen, that's that, a different story. That's a different story. That's like, a different <laughs> right. story altogether. So I'm really glad that there's not anything in the near future that's gonna be competing for you. And the time. fact that it is, you know, kind of a Final Fantasy Souls game. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even see like when I finish Elden Ring, I don't see myself being like, All right, next It'll game on the right list. In. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna there's, take some time. There's gonna be a couple games in between it. I will get it eventually. It's gonna go on sale. You mm, know? Absolutely, yes. And then that's here. when I'll pick it up. We'll do an episode on down the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, was the next one Forspoken? Forspoken More stuff about that. Some I can't really decide on that game. Like parts of it that they show look really cool, mm-hmm. and then there's parts of it that I'm not like. I don't know. That just doesn't do like. Feels I don't know. Weird to me, that is so. It's a Square game. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's from Square immediately grabs my interest now is this this is a western studio though right like i think no i think it's luminous Productions. is it luminous yeah. okay yeah. um that's another one that i that's coming out kind of soon isn't it well it may? was it was originally supposed to come out may 25th right right before the state oh, of play right. it got delayed it got delayed to year. october that's october right. 11th probably for the best probably for the best this yeah. time of year is jam-packed mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, I know we've been sucking its dick, but Elden Ring dropped like a metric ton of bricks into a pool and just sucked all the oxygen out of the ring, it's room. Just, it's hard to describe the feeling of your favorite game studio just dropping like one of the best games of all time. <laughs> it's just been a bizarre couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I had a similar experience with square and final fantasy Mm -hmm. where i was real into the super nintendo games and not that those didn't have didn't sell well and have a lot of fans but when seven came out and it like people i knew that used to make fun of me for playing final fantasy Mm -hmm. were playing final fantasy seven that was crazy yeah seven really transcended like normal games everybody who was into video games knew about that Mm -hmm. and as a result when when it's that big in that community it starts to leak out yeah. In other spots. And then, like, birthed. You, you got to imagine the amount of weebs 
that game birth <laughs> the amount of how many fake buster swords have been made out of cardboard oh, or foam or whatever a <laughs> yeah, lot a ton a lot um <clears throat> how many tifa and Aerith crossplays have we seen cosplays sorry crossplays cosplays have we seen throughout the years you know so many not enough yeah no. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um i'll check out forespoken once again it depends on what's what's coming around, coming out around that time, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's that one is. I would even rank that below, like the Strangers in Paradise and um, Ghostwire Tokyo, in, in terms of interest for me. Of all the Square Enix stuff we've seen, or that we saw in this state of play, Forspoken is my least one. I'm least interested in mm-hmm. out of all of them. I'm hoping to be surprised. Me too. It. Yeah, I hope it comes out and gets real good fucking reviews and then it becomes a franchise and mm-hmm. it's awesome and i have a new exactly. entry in a franchise to yep. look forward to every few years the or more whatever. good games the better yeah that's how i feel <clears throat> then um they showed off a game that looked pretty cool and if you gave me the pitch i'd be like oh that could be pretty bad and that is gundam evolution oh yeah this looked interesting to me too yeah this is the free to play one yep it's the free to play um it sounds six v six, right? Online, just multiplayer, first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Gundam games can be hit or miss, more miss than hit. I feel like it's not like I have a encyclic encyclopedic knowledge of Gundam games, but I've played some stinkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one being the first person shooter and online, and I don't know, man. The trailer looked pretty fucking cool. It did. Yeah, it looks like some good solid action. Oh, uh, it sounds like just a, your pretty standard six versus six modes, like capture the flag, yeah. area denial kind of deal. And it might even be a bit of like a hero shooter, mm-hmm. like uh, almost Overwatch, and that like you know the different right. Gundam models have different abilities and stuff, right? Uh, however, I was under the impression this was a PlayStation exclusive. It's not. Mm. It is coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, okay, cool. So we could play with Will. Definitely. That's Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine playing that without him. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. You know, as into it as he is. <laughs> um, the next game that they showed off was sort of unexpected, but I was pretty hyped about it. Which one is this? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, the Cowabunga man. Collection. Yo, it's... That's that's on multiple consoles too, isn't it? Yes. We may have to get that on multiple consoles. <laughs> might have to double dip. Yeah, man. Because like, dang it, one of these days we're gonna have to play something with Chris Fresh. These Turtles games sound like the best ones. Yeah, this is Shredder's Revenge. I would love to play a video game with Chris Fresh, but I have a feeling I would annoy that buddy real quick. Nah. <laughs> um, so anyway, it says. 13 classic TMT, TMNT games. It's awesome. I think I've played a lot of these. <laughs> I played most, if yeah. not all of those. Um, so, you... including Turtles in Time, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Tournament Fighters, the arcade game, Back from the Sewer, Fall of the Foot Clan, The Manhattan Project, Radical Rescue, and The Hyperstone Heist. Nice. So, 
pretty much all the beat em ups, some Game Boy games, and the fighting games, the, the fighting, tournament fighter the games. Fighting game, which in the blockbuster video game competition you had to play. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I'm get, that's a day one purchase Definitely. for me. And it's not a big price point. I think it's like 30 bucks, maybe. Yeah, yeah those collections don't seem to be that yeah. expensive. You know which they, they have a Contra collection and a, a Castlevania collection. Mm hmm. And every time I see those tempted. on sale, I know, every so tempted, time! so tempting, just like the nostalgia that's tied mm-hmm. up in all that stuff. Yeah, man. We'll definitely have to have a weekend of at least of playing through some of these games. Cause yeah, because we could play through all those beat em ups in a weekend. Probably in a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the Super Nintendo stuff. Clean hour up on achievements, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro. We'll pass Goose. Oh, I'm already doing Yeah, I know. You, I, mean, I meant I might catch up to you, but then... You'll just get the same thing. So. <laughs> just keep your lead. Um, then they showed off a game called Kaiju Brawler Giga Bash. Giga Bash. And this was an interesting looking one as well. Mm-hmm. Just like the mo- big monster fight simulation kind yeah. of Yeah. Did you ever fuck around with um, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters? Mm-mm. Those games I liked. In like the original Xbox GameCube era, they were... They look kind of similar to this. The big sort of 3D view and you're, you choose Godzilla or Rodan or whoever the fuck and then you duke it out and you can push each other through buildings and pick up shit and throw it. It's pretty fun. Um, this seems to be uh, a PlayStation exclusive. Um, one that I'll see. We'll yeah. see. You know? Yeah, the footage looked mildly interesting. It didn't yeah. blow me away, but it, it also had the Godzilla branding. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking something different. Now it's a different conversation, right? Uh, then one that I have to imagine oh. really got your fucking nips hard: <laughs> the JoJo's, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game. Yeah, man. Uh, now they've had other JoJo fighting games I have not played, and I'll be I'll be honest. I'm, I'll probably wait on reviews on this. See, you know, I don't know if mm-hmm. it'll be a day one purchase. Just because, did it say who's making it? I'm not seeing anything it's, it's right probably here. Probably the same people who made the other games. I think the looks are pretty similar. It looks great, like graphically. Yeah, it's got the style and panache mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. fucking uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. For that's sure. for sure. Uh, and it's such a wacky anime. You know, uh, it's going to feature fifty different characters. <laughs> jojo's all-star battle R. <laughs> yeah man that's a lot of a lot of characters but it, you know it's a show that's been running for six or seven seasons and mm-hmm. it's got like every season is completely different right with new cast new of characters, characters and yeah everything. so <laughs> then they showed off the trek to yomi oh this game looked oh, awesome you know i love a samurai game and you know i love the little indie 2d side black scrollers and, <laughs> black and white game yeah, it man. is it's the PB and J of fucking games for me, buddy. Yeah, we're both that. I feel like that might be a day one purchase for me because that looks like something that we could probably beat fairly quickly, kind of maybe like a weekend. Yeah, and uh, I think it's probably going to be a day one purchase for me too. Yeah. I love Samurai. Yeah, man, it's, I do too. It looks really cool. Um, then they showed off the upcoming expansion for Returnal, mm-hmm. which looked pretty cool. It adds like multiplayer to it campaign co-op mm-hmm. um i do feel like that that game is underrated i think a lot of people bounce off it because it's tough but uh you know if you can persevere and get through that that first boss the game kind of gets a lot more manageable mm-hmm. 
And I would recommend it to anybody who has a PlayStation 5 who likes action games. And this big update sounds like it's going to add a ton and it's free. So. Yeah, and uh, and they're also adding like a um, survival mode mm-hmm. where you're sort mm-hmm. of like climbing a tower, tower fighting yeah. waves mm-hmm. of enemies. That kind of thing, normally not my jam. Right, yeah, but it's a, it's a good excuse for people who have the game and want to play it with their buddies or whatever. Yeah. And really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I can imagine campaign co-op and that being chaotic. I know. <laughs> it's probably fun, not in a bad way chaotic, but there's some chaos. There better not be friendly fire, I'll tell you that much. Oh, my God. <laughs> the podcast would be over. <laughs> we just won't play it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you want to play some Friday night combat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it Monday night combat? Monday night combat. <laughs> But which, I, honestly, I had fun with that the couple of times we played it. It was a pretty good game. <laughs> Solid. Didn't hate it. That was a summer of arcade game, wasn't it? It definitely yeah. was. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. Then, okay, so now, then they go, now, we're going to show you some footage from our partners at Square. Ooh! Hair stands up <laughs> on my arms. You know what I mean? I'm getting excited, buddy. Here it comes. <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. I'm waiting for In a world... <laughs> With crystals and summons and pretty anime boys and sexy anime ladies comes the next story in the storied Final Fantasy franchise. Why did I say story twice? <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. Uh, pretty anime boys. Good stuff. <laughs> um, but then they start showing... A trailer, which is one of my more excited games I'm excited for out of this. I gotta agree. I was real hyped, and at first I was like, holy fucking shit, they're doing a brand new Final Fantasy Tactics. This feels like, I guess, the spiritual successor. What's it called? What's the name of it? Uh, The Diofield Chronicle. That's it, Diofield. So, to me, having not played it yet, <laughs> see, this is, once again, tells you the power of Elden Ring. Square released a brand new tactics RPG on Switch this past week or the week before Project Triangle Strategy mm. that's getting pretty good reviews mm-hmm. and it's got, you know, the cool pixel artwork and shit. I haven't played it yet because I know I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Right not right now. I'm going to check it out. I just can't right now. Um so I would say that was almost more of a spiritual successor to mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And good you know, call. there was those rumors of like Square has Chrono Cross remastered in the works or remake in the works. They have a Final Fantasy IX remake in the works, and they have a Final Fantasy Tactics remake in the works. We got the Chrono Cross one. That lady's dog look a little fucked up. Oh, I just saw her. I <laughs> see the car because of the car. Um, uh, lady walking her dog down the street. In uh, the Chrono Cross thing got... Uh, confirmed so Mm -hmm. that's led people i think rightfully so to think that the final fantasy 9 and tactics thing are happening so when i start seeing this before the title comes up i'm like oh this is it and it looks like it's a completely new game and then i'm watching closer and it doesn't quite seem like a final fantasy tactics game unless they're remixing it or, or you know sort of retooling it the more i watch it it becomes clear that this is square's take on more of like a fire emblem Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Give it to me now. I love Fire Emblem. I love Square. Mm-hmm. Fucking hook it up. Yeah, it looked really cool to me. It's it's like 
looks like turn-based, but they're go- they're calling it real-time battle strategy. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 something similar. I assume you can at least slow it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is coming to everything. It's coming. It will also be on Switch, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One. And That'll PC. just be single player, probably. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. <clears throat> it looks really fucking cool. Absolutely. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I would urge you to check out the trailer if you're a fan of those style games. And then um, they showed off Valkyrie Elysium, mm-hmm. um, which I thought looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looked solid. Um, it seems like it is. Well, it, it is. It's a new entry in the Valkyrie Profile series. Do you remember ever hearing about those? I would see the boxes, yeah, but I never played them. I always wanted to. You know, limited funds. Right. Never picked it up because there was always something shiny or some new Final Fantasy game or something. You know, there's a lot of these JRPG series that were around in the 90s or 2000s that did not get my attention because... Just had other shit to play. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like I said, limited funds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once again, it's not like I can just go easily buy Valkyrie Profile mm-hmm. and play it. I might play it on my Steam Deck. There you go. Uh, but the thing is... I'm not as excited about this as I've seen some people online because I don't have that connection to that game. From what I understand, Valkyrie Profile is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's very well regarded. Uh, I hear about it on other uh, like RPG podcasts all the time, and it makes me want to play it. So I totally get why people are excited. It's just like you know, I never played it, so I don't have that connection to it. Um, and I think that was kind of it. I think so too. I think that kind of ended it out. I think it was solid. Yeah, wasn't like, um, oh my god, I gotta call my friends or anything. No, like you that, didn't but... get a single text mm. from me. You, you know, it would have been a big, big one if I was texting your ass there, <laughs> right? But yeah, I thought they showed some fun stuff, some decent looking games, and I'm looking forward to definitely trying a few of them out. Yeah, I think uh, the Diofield Chronicle is mm-hmm. my number one. Trip to Yomi might be mine. Oh uh, yeah, see, Trip to Yomi might be up there too. Um. And I am really curious about the Exoprimal. Um, you know, just looks like that might be fun. If if that could be... Oh, that, is that only PlayStation? I, I don't think so. I, Let me look. I wonder if that would be... If that one's going to be cross-play. If that one's going to be cross-play... Oh, it's on everything. Exoprimal is on everything. If that's at all cross-play, I could see us playing that a good bit. Uh, yeah. I don't know why... At all crossplay, maybe it's just a little crossplay, <laughs> just a tiny bit, just a <laughs> sip of crossplay. Can I get just a crumb of crossplay, sir? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, man. I don't know why crossplay is just not the fucking industry standard at this point. Yeah. Why can't Will summon me or you to help him out in Elden Ring? Yeah, you know? I can under- I guess I can understand the PC stuff because of all the ways you can get funky with those games on PC, but mm-hmm. I feel like. Xbox to PlayStation should be able to be a thing. Man, I wish I could have invaded Nick. Oh, <laughs> what? You, how mad do you think Nick would be if we gank squatted him? <laughs> like, like I fool him into thinking he's coming to help me fight this boss. Yep, and I'm just crouched in a bush <laughs> with my sword Jeff of are... night and flame. <laughs> and he just gets the Kamehameha as soon as he comes in. <laughs> Blast of blue magical... Blast of blue magical energy like <laughs> splashes across his body. What the fuck? I would hope that he would be he would be amused. Oh, I don't know, man. 
He just logs off and never talks to us again. Have I ever told you the Halo Wars story? Mm-mm. Are you sure? Well, you probably have. I mean, and okay. just a lot of mind-altering chemicals. Okay. Well, I'll tell it to you really quick because it's it kind of relevant to this conversation. So, Will and I get Halo Wars. It was back when we had the two TVs in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who would later become the worst roommate I've ever had in my life was in their home state playing Halo Wars. And they said to Will, hey, let's play against each other. I had about 20 to 30 hours into Halo Wars at this point, and Will had just started playing. So I was coaching him like I was <laughs> like on... Bear Bryant? Yeah, man. Like, call me Nick Saban. Nick Saban. I was like, build this, build this, build this. And then I was like, and go get his ass. So Will rolls in with, like, pelicans and, like, all this shit. And we show up, and this shithead dude that I fucking hate is just, like, dicking around because he's playing as the Covenant, like, making a little... And he's like, wait, what the fuck, man? What the... This is fucking bullshit, man. Threw a hissy fit, logged off, and took the game back to the store. Never played Halo Wars again. Awesome. He deserved every minute of it. Good riddance. Good. If I could do that in real life... To that dude, I would do it. <laughs> See me summoning in with a bunch of attack helicopters and shit. <laughs> oh, what a pizza shit. Pizza, pizza shit. Hey, so one last thing. Last night, I felt was a, uh, when we were on Discord all playing Elden Ring, I felt was an all-timer night for our hypotheticals. You know how we'll get into these hypotheticals. Oh, there yeah. was the one about me getting a mail order bride who, <laughs> who kills me in my sleep. <laughs> he smells like wet dog. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite one wasn't even hypothetical. It was when, uh, cause our buddy Nick, uh, he's got a son who's close to teenage age. Yeah, 12, I think. Yeah. And, and he occasionally hits us up cause his son is into anime and stuff. And Nick will be like, Hey, is this okay for him to watch? Because it's not so much violence I'm concerned about. It's like sexual stuff. Right. And we'll steer him. And then last night he goes, hey, is uh, is Sniper Wolf a booby streamer? <laughs> because my son's been watching a lot of her on Twitter, Twitch lately. And I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm not into the booby streamer thing. I was like, it sounded vaguely familiar. And then... We just started talking about when we were, you know, a little older than his kids. And you just first figure out jacking off. (laughs) Yeah, man. Discovering your body. (laughs) And I want to tell the story I told you last night because I've never told it on a podcast before. And we got to. Oh, boy. We got to. We got to fucking fill another three or four minutes to hit an hour. So (laughs) uh, let me workshop this material. If I ever do stand up, this might be part of it. So do you remember back in the day when you'd have cable. I don't know about your parents. My parents would never pony up the cash for the premium channels. Right, we never had HBO. We never had HBO or any of those. But every now and then, your cable company would be like, hey, this weekend, free weekend to HBO and Cinemax or Showtime and Stars. Those would always be how it would be grouped. It would be HBO and Cinemax, Showtimes and Stars. And, buddy, when I would hear that there was a free weekend of that, Ooh, I'm a planning a romantic weekend with myself. <laughs> so this one weekend, I'm probably 15, 16. I'm sitting at my, it was one of those fold-out card tables was what I used as a desk in my room. So I had my computer monitor on the left and a TV VCR set up. 
like combo unit here. I'm sitting there playing EverQuest till the wee hours of the morning. It's on a Friday night. And I'm waiting till I know absolutely every soul in the house is dead ass asleep. <laughs> so it hits about one o'clock in the morning, right when the softcore porn is about to hit Cinemax. You know what I mean? The magic hour. Prime time. Prime, prime time, baby. <laughs> right? So I go scope the house out. Seems like everybody's asleep dead quiet. I'm waiting not until everybody just lays down, until they're full in rem sleep you know what i mean right <laughs> get a sip of water go into my room dim the lights you know you got to make a nice little fucking atmosphere with your for yourself you know get some tissues had you hydrated throughout the day oh yeah just buddy and then lay down on my bed start scrolling through the you remember the tv guide oh yeah scrolling through what's on cinema oh <gasps> A manual in space. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm about to go ham baloney on myself. And I do, but I just start manhandling myself. <laughs> that 15-year-old pent-up sexual energy manhandling myself. Right? And then without warning, something my dad would never, never did before. My dad would typically knock twice and then open the door. My dad wasn't a kind of guy to be like, waiting for his per- permission to come in my room, but he would at least knock. <laughs> this time at 1 o'clock in the morning, and mind you, the volume on the TV is completely down. Zero. Yeah, I can't have that giving me away. <laughs> my dad just opens the door to my room when I'm mid-backstroke, <laughs> and I make contact with him, eye contact with him. He makes eye contact with me, and he just goes, <laughs> and closes the door and goes away. <laughs> Never Bro. mentioned it again. Never. Yep. And you want to talk about someone who slept late the next day to avoid his dad? It was me. I slept till like 5 p.m. And by slept, I mean just covers up to my chin being like, I do not want to face that dude. I do not want to come out of this room. Oh, boy, am I embarrassed. Yeah, I would have had to have moved to Alaska, I think. I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about joining the priesthood. Yeah, just giving it up at that point. Yeah. Walking the streets. Too embarrassed. <laughs> Runway train never coming back. One way on a one way train. Seems like I should be getting somewhere. Right now, neither here nor there. Beautiful. <laughs> That's the kind of entertainment you can expect from the High Potion podcast. Is that Soul Asylum? I believe it was. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes, please. That is worth 17 more reviews, yeah, that story it of the story. Yeah, definitely is. And the, the rendition of Runaway Train. That's at least another 20. <laughs> Get us to 80 reviews. Uh, what did you guys think about the Sony State of Play? I don't know. Email us. <coughs> Email us about anything. Yeah, let us know what you think about Tommy Tallarico. Yeah. Yeah, you know who got caught jerking off to a manual in space? Tommy Tallarico. <laughs> Except his ass got fucking caught jerking off to shark shark and <laughs> shitty console designs uh, email us highpotionpod at gmail.com follow steve at stone cobra on twitter follow me at blue harvest pod and follow the podcast at highpotionpod all on twitter and uh, we'll see you guys soon bye ah!